Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. We're going to be back in five minutes yes. with a rockin' upbeat interview with Todd Youth. Yes. And we'll, the probably cut this. we'll probably cut this and make this, if you're listening to the podcast version, I believe Todd Youth will actually fall into the next episode. Correct. It is now hour three of Talking Metal Live. But here's your uh, good friend. Uh, I don't know if he's my friend. I guess he knows me, Mike Portnoy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, uh, oh, so yeah, Turtlehead, a band member. Oh, I love him. Bandmate. Friend of mine <laughs> yeah, as well. Bandmate, friend Turtlehead of, bandmate. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Adrenaline <laughs> Mob out today, Tuesday, August 9th. 2011. Here we go. Mike Portnoy on the drums. Check this out. Great stuff here on Talking Metal. Drop it non-stop, method flyer, 
You're listening to Talking Metal Live. And now, on the phones, we've got Todd Youth. Hey, Todd. Yo, what's happening? How you doing, Todd? Thanks for taking the time out. We got Bud Friendly, who you just heard from me, and Mark Striegel, of course. Hey, Todd. Todd. He was on. You know what? Here's the thing. <laughs> we are I'm going to call him right back. Technical difficulties. Todd is driving. He's on the road to do a Jesse Mallon show tonight. Yeah. So you guys just keep talking for a minute, and uh, let me go call him back. Okay. So how, how many how many drinks have you had? Do you think tonight, Mark? Me uh, overall. Well, Six. No, 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 please. It's twelve. What are you talking about? I, these are large drinks, but I've only really um, uh, had two here. Uh, Two doubles. I don't know. There was a third one laying around somewhere, but uh, I don't know where that went. Anyways, let's just say two for the record books. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, I'm trying to decide if I should take the train home or, or car. I'm not sure. But uh, we are also trying to get uh, Todd Youth back on the line, known for his work with everybody from uh, Ace Frehley to Glenn Camel, Campbell. Excuse me. Who's uh, Murphy's Law? Yeah, yeah. Who's actually recently? Uh, they came out that he's he's not well. I guess so. Glenn Campbell. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Todd. Am I on, guys? Hey, yeah, you're on. I'm back in, and you know what, guys? Like I said, Todd, you're on your way to a show tonight with Jesse Mallon. Tell us about that. Yeah. Hello. Let's go to some music. Get Todd back when he's not in a tunnel. Todd, can you hear us? Well, you're listening know. to Talking where, 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 Live. Where actually is he in California? It? Oh, there's a busy thing. You know what? Hey, Jody, this Murder. is a technical difficulty. Tell him to just hit redial on that phone. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's in a. He might be in like a bad cell area, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll give it another it try. Yeah, we'll yeah, try yeah. one more Let's time. Try one more time. I like this song uh, by by Capricorn. I guess is the band American Dream too. Yeah, he, that's stuff, with the yeah. guy from Monster Magnet. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he wants stuff, to talk yeah. about that too. Well, maybe we'll there. get right into it. He's on it. the phone again. Todd. 
Hello, Todd. Modern technology. You're listening to Talking Metal Live. Where in the country was he Was he calling, calling from? from? Probably Southern. I'm sorry, guys. I'm actually on my way to Santa Cruz, so I'm driving in the mountains somewhere in northern California right now. Ah, so okay. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be good for, you know, there's a big truck in front of us going real slow, so. Okay. okay. Todd, thanks. So uh, you're doing the gig with Jesse tonight. Tell us about that gig and uh, about the tour so far. Well, you know, we've been, I've been on the road off and on with Jesse now for 14 months, and, uh, you know, we've been all over the world together, and, and it's, you know, my one of my best friends, and, and he's one of my favorite songwriters, and, um, you know, it, it's going great. You know, it's been going really great, and uh, I finish up with him on Thursday in San Francisco, then I fly out and pick up Freely with Ace Freely, and then... Um, we got a bunch of shows this summer. We're doing Montana. We got uh, Montana. We got Buffalo. And then we're ending this summer in um, in Detroit, us, Al- Alice Cooper and Ace Freely. And then um, I'm actually going. I got a thing I'm doing in New York in November. It's, uh, oh, well, I think, I think we're doing, um, John, maybe you could correct me. Don't we have a bunch of East Coast stuff in October, maybe? You know what? You might even know more than me on that because I've been buried, as of, uh, as you know, in the book stuff. And uh, uh, there's some just great plans for Ace and for you guys coming up. Guys, definitely stay tuned to TalkingMetal.com to hear that. Stay tuned to AceFrilly.com. And uh, as soon as everything uh, becomes solidified, we will definitely post that info. But we have some absolutely – Todd, I can't wait to see you in Montana on uh, Saturday, man. It's going to be rocking. And then um, so then in November – I'm doing there's a there's a documentary coming out called Color Me Obsessed about um about the replacements and they're doing the New York premiere of the New York screening for that and I think it's the November 16th and 17th and then I'm putting the house band together that for 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 after the premiere and um and you know we're going to have a lot of people who are in the documentary are going to you know get up and do a song Brian from Gaslight Anthem's going to do do a song cool. or two Jesse Mallon's going to get up um Craig Finn from the Hold Steady. It's going to be a really good night. So I do that, and then I hop over to the UK with Jesse, and we're doing a, um, a few dates in the UK where we do Jesse's first record, like in its entirety. Oh, cool! And, and then, uh, then I finish out the year with uh, with Ace. You know, I think we got three or four gigs in in uh, England. Absolutely, Todd. You're one of the hardest working uh, guys in uh, rock and roll, without a doubt. Well, you know, when you have as many children as I do, you got to stay busy. <laughs> very, very cool. Now, Todd, how did you originally meet Jesse Mallon? Uh, me and Jesse go back to, you know, the old hardcore scene in New York. And at that time, it was, you know, there was really only a handful of us, especially around our age. Um, so you just kind of, you know, you'd see each other around at the shows or hanging out in the park or hanging out. Back then, a lot, you know, everybody would kind of hang out on the corner of Avenue and A Street or... You know, there was a club called A7 on the corner of Avenue and 7th Street, and you just gave each other the nod because it was, you know, at that time, there was, all, there was it was such a, a small scene, and, um, and people really just, you know, if you had a shaved head or you had a mohawk or spiky hair, you know, people hated you. You know, it's not like it is today where it's, you know, you, you go to the Hot Topic and you see, you know, little four-year-old kids with Ramones T-shirts and Mohawks. I mean, it was, you know, you were, people threw shit at you. People hated you. They yelled shit out. Am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah go okay, sorry. Um, you know, they yelled stuff at you. You know what I mean? They tried to beat you up. I mean, it was, you know, 
it was it was a weird thing, you know. People didn't understand it, and you know, you have these TV shows, you know, slam dancing, you know, what's wrong with these kids, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so it was such a small scene. So everybody basically back then, I mean, the New York hardcore scene probably can, consisted of about fifty or sixty of us. I think that was and a that Phil was a Donahue show, actually. Uh, right. the, the problems, yeah. I remember he slam had a, yeah a thing about the the evils of slam dancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 you know, so you everybody knew each other. And, and it grew into what it is today, which has nothing to do with why I got into it, right, I, right. you know. But um, And Todd, you then joined D-Generation, which was one of the, and I still to this day think one of the greatest bands that ever came out of New York City. Yeah, me too. I mean, D-Gen were one of my, you know, at the time, I, you know, rock and roll was pretty much, you know, dead in New York. And, you know, this is pre-strokes and all that kind of stuff. And, um you know, I was in Murphy's Law, and um, all of a sudden, you know, and I, I've always loved, you know, the, the, the 70s, you know, whatever you want to call it, proto-punk, um, you know, music. And, and then all of a sudden, here comes this band, and, and, you know, I was like, wow, you know, it gave me hope. You know, there's, there's, there's hope for rock and roll, and, and um, you know, I became friends with those guys, you know, again, just, you know, through hanging out. And, and um, so when Rick, the original guitar player, had left the band, Jesse and Danny had come over to my house, and uh, it's funny, Richard Fortis from Guns N' Roses is calling on the other line right now. <laughs> um, um, you know, they came down to my house and asked me if I'd want to join the band, and, and it I didn't even take me. I was just like, yes, I'm in. You know? Cool. And, um, you know, D-Gen's doing a reunion, which I'm not going to be involved with, but, you know, everybody should go out and see it because, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a really good time, and those are some great songs. Do you play any any D-Gen songs in the Jesse Mellon set? You know, occasionally we'll do Degenerated if 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 we're um, if the mood strikes. You know, every blue moon we'll pull that one out. Very cool. So you were involved in another project, and you sent us an MP3, which we want to play later. But when we when we uh, you know take it out of the interview, but tell us about the new project that you were in with the guy from Monster Magnet. Well, it's, it's called Capricorn, and, and what had happened is, is um, 2003 or 2004, I had done a bunch of shows playing guitar for Motorhead, and when Phil Campbell's mom had passed away, they flew me out, and I finished out the run. And, um, you know, I'm a huge Motorhead fan, you know, as a you know 12-year-old kid, you know, just I used to sit in my bedroom and stare at No Sleep to the cover of No Sleep Till Hammersmith and listen to it with my headphones on, and... You know, I was like, you know, that's what I want. I want Marshall stacks. I want light coming up from behind me. You know, I, that, you know, and um, so as much as I love Motorhead, I, I, I think, you know, the past whatever, 10 years or 12 years, you know, I mean, there's always like one or two good songs on the record, but a lot of it, I, you know, it's like drop D guitar, you know, it's stuff. It's, I just don't think of, of as Motorhead, you know, it's not that speed freak rock and roll. So when I had gotten off that tour, I was like, man, I'm going to write, I'm going to write songs for Motorhead, you know, so I got all obsessed and I started writing all these songs and obviously, you know, Motorhead didn't really need my help, but, um, <laughs> and then, um, I played some of the demos for a buddy of mine, Phil from Monster Magnet, who's another, you know, huge Motorhead fan. So, you know, he was like, well, I got a couple of songs and he started sending me some songs and I was throwing guitars, you know, we were just kind of recording via email and we did a bunch of demos. We demoed about 20 something songs and, um, and we just did a seven inch uh, it just came out. Oh, very cool. Dave, Dave from um, Monster Magnet just started a label, and um, and um, 
So, you know, that was the first release, actually, for their for their, their little home label or whatever. Oh, that's great. I love Capricorn, that you... Capricorn, and it's, yeah, it's really cool. I love that you did a 7-inch. That is so cool. I, I, I Back in one of my first bands in the East Village area, we did a, a red vinyl 7-inch. That's so cool. Yeah, no, I actually, I tried to do it on cassette, but we couldn't find anybody there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's great. I remember meeting Phil for the first time. We got to get him on Talking Metal at, because of you, Todd, when you played with Ace down in Atlantic City. He came down to see the show. That's right. He came down and brought some marshals down for me. Very cool. Yeah. The, uh, he's now, a, Phil's, Phil's been a really good friend of mine for years, and, he, you know, when I was younger, he turned me on to a lot of great music that I, I probably would have missed, and... Um, you know, he's a great guy, and he's a great musician. Excellent. He actually just produced some demos. We've been, you know, working on some some Jesse, some new Jesse stuff, and, and so actually we went into the studio, and he produced a couple of the demos for us. Great. Cool. Try and keep it all in the family. Definitely. So, so Todd, we have a lot of Ace Freely fans as our listeners here on Talking Metal. I wanted to ask you how you originally got involved with the Space Ace. Well, um... When they first started putting the band together, when they did the Halloween show for Eddie Trunk, Anthony had called me up and asked me, you know, because he, obviously, every, anybody who knows me knows what a huge Kiss fan I am, and, and especially Ace, and, you know, I, I'd like to think of my, you know, as my playing is, you know, it all kind of starts with Ace for me. He's, he's my Chuck Berry, you know what I mean? Yes. And, um, you know, I couldn't do, I, he, so Anthony calls me, asked me to join, you know, he's put, putting this thing together for Ace. You know, they're going to do this Halloween show, then they're not going to start touring until January. And I had just committed to doing the, you know, there was no. Uh-oh. You could just, I'd love to do it. But, you know. You're listening to Talking Metal Live. Him, yeah. Hey, you know. Uh, I really appreciate that Todd was calling in yeah. while, uh, you know, on the road to a gig, which is just very cool. It's just unfortunately he's in an area in the mountains in Southern yeah. California. Is that where Santa Cruz is? I uh, don't know. I Let's see if so, we can yeah. get him back on the line. Jody, you think we can send a message over there to try him back? Cool. Yeah, so if guys, we do, if we do get him back, we should probably wrap it up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah we'll do it. We'll have him back again, and uh, we'll have him kind of recap that story if we can get him back. And uh, I just appreciate that he took the time to do this because yeah, uh, it's yeah, just definitely. very cool. I mean, he has a gig tonight, and he's taking the time to call us. That's a very cool thing. And Todd's great. I mean, just think he's on tour now, and then you know he's got to shoot from the Jesse Mallon tour to the Ace stuff, and it's just uh, you know it's all for rock and roll without a doubt. But hopefully we can get him back on the line. And uh, do you think Ace will be doing any other like major tours where he goes out and plays like a string of dates? It seems over the past few years that he hasn't really done like uh, like a three month track, for example. Right. You know? But you know what it is? Is it's been so crazy with uh, like doing the book and and just uh, all the little projects that are, are coming around. And but I'm sure Ace will definitely be back out to do you know your normal style tour at some point soon. John, did you actually go through all He's back three? On. He's back. Todd. Oh. I'm back. Hey, sorry, Todd. You know what? Back uh, in the New York. <laughs> uh, never mind. Hey, uh, Todd, we were uh, cutting out right when you were telling us how you got back in with Ace, and you basically said Anthony called you to do that Halloween gig, but you uh, were, I think, previously committed to somebody else at that point. Yes, I was I was committed to to Danzig. I had a Danzig tour I was doing, and um, it was the last tour I actually did with Glenn in two. I guess it was two thousand, end of two thousand seven, and um, 
So, you know, when, when I guess when Derek left the band or quit. Hey. All right. Well, we listen, we got to get Todd back on. I think we. Uh, yeah. Todd? Todd? Hey, Todd. Hello? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we tried. Well, and, let's try and, one uh, more time. Uh, Maybe uh, one more time. I don't know. What do you think? I, I think we, we got to finish I, up the story. Let's just say at least goodbye to him. If we can get him back. Uh, one more time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's try to get him back. Oh, just right. to say well, goodbye because I, I feel bad. We got to say goodbye to him. He's back again. Todd. Yeah, but let's wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, we'll just wrap it up. I, I, we'll I, I get him back like on we're losing listeners day. yet. Yeah. Hey, this is all for rock and roll, guys, and uh, we'll edit this together for the podcast. <laughs> we're just getting to the good part. Yeah, man. okay, go for it real quick. Okay, so I'm working with Michael Monroe. I get the phone call from Anthony. They got a tour of Australia with Ace. Do I want to join the band? And it was one of those ones, like, with the DJ thing, where I just instantly, I didn't even have to think about it. I was like, I'm in, yes. And when I got the set list, I couldn't believe, I was so excited. My audition, actually, was I had to go meet Ace at Barney's Beanery in, uh, in West Hollywood, and me and him hung out and had dinner. And um, so I'm like, you know, okay, we're going to rehearse or something? He's like, ah, oh, you know, you know the songs. You know, maybe we'll do something in the, in the hotel room. <laughs> and... Um, you know, we ended up doing a rehearsal down there. But I, when I got the set list, I was so excited because, you know, it was, you know, rocket ride. You rip it out, snow blind, speeding back to my baby. You know, I mean, it was just like one great song after another. The, the hardest thing for me was having to learn the Paul parts because I never played. You know, right, I you always, played the ace parts. I, I always played, the, you know, figured out the ace parts. I never even messed with the Paul stuff. So that was the hardest. And it's still for me sometimes. Like, I'll have to catch myself and be like, oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I got to play. You know what I mean? <laughs> But, Absolutely. Um, you know, and it was funny because then we go to, we do a rehearsal down there and, and, you know, it's, it's a gnarly flight to get to, it's a, a gnarly flight to get to Australia, even from LA and, right. and the jet lag's pretty brutal. And, um, they had, we we're staying at this nice hotel and they had these fancy drinks at the hotel in your room. It was like a tea with berries and cinnamon in it. And I woke up in the middle of the night and drank it and I ended up getting food poisoning. I remember you, so, I remember the story. So they rent out this club for us in Perth to rehearse in. And, um, you know, the whole time we're at the rehearsal, this is the first time I'm playing with Ace, and I'm just running to the bathroom because I'm so sick as a dog, and I'm sweating, and I'm having to sit down when I'm playing. I'm like, oh, my God, what does he think about me? But, you know, first show even, I still had it. The, 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 the first show I did, I had a, a garbage can behind my amps. And in between songs, I just run back there and, and throw up and then run back out and rock out. and well, Todd, you're a trooper for sure, and I mean, what a great story to be an Ace fan and to wind up in his band, and uh, the band uh, you know, could it I could be better. I pinch myself sometimes, like me and him will be like, you know, back to back, and and I'll be like, I'm, I'm on stage with, with, with Space Ace, like, oh my God, this is just, we're, we'll be out eating somewhere, and because, and, you know, Ace is just, he just reminds me of just like this, you know, a cool older dude from the neighborhood in New York, like, you know, and then I'll just be like, oh, wait a minute. You know, you're the spaceman. Like, oh my God! You know what I mean? You're the reason I play guitar. You know, it's it's great, Todd. And Todd, um, I can't wait for the show in Montana, Three Forks, Montana, the Rock and the Rivers Festival, guys. All you Ace fans and Todd Youth fans, make sure you come out and see us. And Todd, one of the, we'll get you back on a third time. Uh, you know, sometime when you're not on the road, you yeah. know, to a gig. Have a great show tonight, man. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Okay, take care, Todd. I'll see you on. Um 
Friday. See you Friday. Absolutely. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, Take son. Care. Take care, buddy. All right. This is American Dream 2 by Capricorn featuring Todd Youth on Talking Metal. We'll be right back in about three minutes, guys. Yeah, we're back. Talking Metal Live. <laughs> hey, rock on, All guys. Right. Well, that was Capricorn featuring Todd Youth. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know from... that interview uh, didn't really work out. So I Hey, I think it was good. Yeah. Well, we, I think it was fun, guys. We had a couple of funny stories, a couple of comedic uh, bits when Todd's fun was cutting out. And John, tell us another story about growing up in Western Pennsylvania. Growing up in Western PA, I once did a show with my high school band, which was called Dry Mortality. And 
and I had pentagrams on my bass drums and the principal, uh, who was a family friend, uh, great guy, he called me into the office and said, if you have any satanic imagery on this, you're going to be thrown out of school. And that's a true story. And I still think I left a pentagram and nobody was going to throw me out of school. I was like the top student in the town. I played, Actually, uh, I was number six. I'm just kidding, guys. But I, I could have been the top student if I Who were the five, the five yeah. students in front yeah, of I'm you? I'm not sure. Uh, if I would have applied myself, I could have been the valedictorian. And I did. But, you know, I was kind of getting into rock and roll, at the, uh, you know, a little heavier at that time. Uh, but I was, I was a good kid. Were you? I was a really good kid. I never did anything wrong, practically. Except worship Satan. <laughs> Except, uh, and I never would truly, I never read the Satanic Bible by Anton Sanzar LaVey. Friends of mine did, but I refused to ever read one word out of it. A, a true story, because I did not want to ever say that I read the Satanic Bible. I've looked at the cover, but I didn't read any of the words. You ever. can't judge that book by its cover, <laughs> apparently. Remember well, Anton, Anton LaVey, yeah, he, he was an interesting character. He no, dead? he's long dead. Uh, he, um... I did actually. I cut a piece on him for VH1. I produced and wrote a piece for 100. Uh, what was it? 100 most shocking moments or 101 most shocking moments? I can't remember. Uh, and uh, it was about Marilyn Manson visiting him shortly before wow. he died. And uh, his daughter is like taking on the business. Family I think business that was Satanism. true. Yeah, and I remember we kept trying to clear this photo of Anton Lavey and right. and Marilyn Manson, and, and it was uh, impossible. And they never, the, his daughter would never get back to us. And eventually, we were just like, "Did Fuck you just it. use it?" Yeah, we just ran the. Did photo. they sue you? No, they did not sue Good. us. Yeah, if, but you will be damned to yeah. hell. Yeah. Satan yeah. will get you. How about a toast to that? <laughs> yeah. Talking yeah. metal toast. Yeah. yeah, the the. Uh... <laughs> A matter of fact, if if you any of you listeners could probably claim ownership over that, that photo, photo, claim yeah. it's yours because uh, VH1 doesn't know who the fuck owns it, and uh, sue VH1. There you hey, go. Hey, I have I, I did not say that that was Mark Striegel. I am <laughs> a proud um, staff member of MTV Networks, and I love everything about that. Considering channel. suing them myself over a few things. No, just kidding. no. He's just yeah, kidding, guys. Just he's just around. joking. Yeah, uh, they're great. Uh, anyways, uh, we got. Couple things going on here. We got Crash Diet and uh, our good friends Black Veil Brides. What a crazy that was insane, listener man. turnout! Uh, we had a million the, people. Uh, Andy Beersack from Black Veil right. Brides who joined us, and even the podcast version just got thousands and thousands of more downloads than usual than we normally get. And we get so, a lot normally, so that was that was really great. Thanks. I to think those the uh, the bud friendly all nude performance. Uh, yeah, this is actually the video some, version of this. Get one some hits. A Listeners are requesting new that we upload photos of photos you of to it. the yeah. site, so um, we'll have to get Un- some. Of those unfortunately, on the guys and gals, uh, hopefully more gals than guys. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, Actually, it's only guys I, I am only, only fifteen. Bud Friendly's only fifteen years old, and that would be a, a violation of uh, federal federal right. laws. We don't want to uh, get our site yes. shut down. No, that's we very don't true. But trust me, uh, I have a mask on my face and an even bigger mask uh, on my ass. <laughs> This is Chemical by Crash Diet on Talking Metal. We'll come back and we'll probably wrap things up. All right, here we go.
Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. <laughs> You're listening to Talking Metal Live. Thank uh, you, you, Bud go. Friendly. Still Carrie naked. Fisher. Still naked. Yeah, Carrie Fisher, she, uh, do you see the HBO Emmy? Uh, no. Emmy-nominated HBO uh, performance of Carrie Fisher. You see that? All puns. She's yeah. got the greatest puns. Yeah, she, uh, they, they taped that drinking. right near my house. Yeah, oh, wishful yeah? drinking. Yeah, thank you. Hey, yeah. uh, do you watch True Blood at all? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, What do you so think of this show. season so far? I, I like it. Uh, you know, um, uh Eric, uh, the best. Did you see yeah. Eric on Regis and Kelly? No, the other day? no. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. crazy. Kelly was talking about how she wanted to, uh, you know, see him take his shirt and his coat off. And she was like, and I'll hold your shirt if you take oh it my off. God. And, and Regis just out of nowhere goes, and I'll hold your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was like God. it was like the the weirdest gayest oddest oh thing I've ever God. seen. That is I, so I, funny. And then and then he had this crazy laugh like. Bah! <laughs> oh, Regis did. Yeah, yeah. That and, is really and, funny. And it was obvious Regis had no idea who the guy was. Oh, you know, that's was, that's like, funny. Was, uh, I, you know, I think it's a great season. I, I liked Eric when he was the the meaner vampire, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, I th- what do you think? Do you think Jessica is going to burn up in the... the, the I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Yeah. What's that? That was uh, uh, the show that was on Sunday nights before True Blood returned. Oh, okay. And, uh, they basically, this is a spoiler, turn the podcast off now if you do not want to hear this, but they basically killed off the main character in the second to last episode. And it wasn't one of these questionable oh, things right, like right. where it's like, is she dead? Is she alive? Oh, right. I got to wait till next week. It was oh, like, like, she like they chopped the guy's head off. He's oh my fucking God. dead. Yeah, it was just like I was blown away because I I just was so uh, and this was know, like the second emotionally involved with him and his story. Oh my God. And then it was just like he was dead, and and that was the second to last episode of season one. Jeez, um, what's the name so, of the show? Game of Thrones. Excellent television. Uh, wow. But but True Blood. Um, way in a way a lot heavier than 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 True Blood. Um, uh, just as far as a, uh, an emotional ride goes, um, but True Blood, I love, man, I love that show, love that show. The only television show I watch is The Price Is Right. Yes, so Bob Barker, man. Yeah, Bob Barker. Come on down, know. come on down, come on down. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, Sookie. I like Sookie. Um, yeah. Did you see where they uh, called her Snooki? Snooki. That she was, was like, great. Yeah, that was a total yeah. reference to Snooki. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was funny. Eric called her Snooki. Um, he goes, "I know who you are, Snooki." <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite character is that vampire that is the the Eric's the the one that Eric made the girl right. whose face is like falling off. Yeah. Uh, Pam. Pam. Yeah, Pam. she's like yeah, the Pam's tough great. vampire. Yeah. I like. Yeah, Pam's great. Uh, you know, she just has some great lines like "I'm gonna, I'm gonna f you, I'm gonna kill you, and then yeah. I'm gonna eat you." Like, yeah, like she used the c great. word. Uh, oh yeah, the cunt word. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. In the, in the last episode, which I thought was pretty pretty strong, even for HBO. Um, yeah. But yeah, great great cast, and uh, HBO always delivers such uh, quality a program. I'm thinking uh, programming. I'm thinking of going back and watching uh, Entourage from the beginning. Oh, Any suggestions know? from you guys? Have you seen that? I. If, not really seen that show, but I'm thinking of watching Boardwalk Empire from the beginning. Yeah, I watched the first four episodes. I thought it was okay. Uh, right, that's Steve yeah. Buscemi, and it's about Atlantic City. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, I got. I need to watch the rest. I, I didn't get drama. quite as wrapped up in that as I ha- did, like say, The Sopranos or True Blood or or right. Game of Thrones. But it seemed like it was all right. Oh, my favorite show in the whole world on HBO was The Wire. Did you ever um, see that? I did not. Baltimore see that. police drama. But friendly, did you see that show? I'm familiar with it. I, I uh, unfortunately only watched the Stars Channel. 
Oh, no, that's a good one. And The watch, Price is Right. I am. How about Cinemax? You watch that channel? I, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Anyways, we had a lot of fun hanging with you guys tonight. I think we're going to wrap it up right now, right here and, on and Talking Metal. This is going to be a spinoff to talking about HBO shows. Yes. New podcast coming out. Yeah, there you go. And uh, what else? Yeah, I'd love to get a we're Talking Metal TV show go on going yeah, again. It just seems oh, yeah, like Headbangers a, canceled. Yeah, we, oh yeah. Is that true? Is that it. what happened? Is yeah, it off the you air? know, it's like it's yeah, it's a John and I, and you know, people always don't believe me. They think we're honking our own horn, but I swear to God, we we did keep what, it alive. What did we do? Like seven, eight episodes. Seven, for them? yeah, seven or eight episodes. Uh, I know for sure seven. And we, I can honestly say, we got some pretty decent ratings right. on, on a handful. We did, of them. Yeah. and then you know what? We just uh, we were busy, and towards the end of the year, we. You know, you had stuff going on. I had stuff going on. And yeah. the next thing you know, it's off the air. Yeah. And and also, I mean, to be totally honest, I we felt that, that they wanted to go a little skew a little younger in, in the in the interviews. I remember we right. gave them the, the Accept stuff uh, with, with Peter from Accept and they didn't right. want to air it. You know, right. um, and so that that's cool. I mean, for whatever, whatever reason. Uh, and and we kind of uh, were just, you know, we were like, well, for this busy and they're not even going to air everything we give them uh we don't really know if we want to do this and we kind of pulled back and then here a year later they're canceled so um i don't know the power they bang their last head on their own ball well we we honestly hope it comes back and if uh, they are interested in in having us try to resurrect it we're definitely available yeah absolutely <laughs> you know no doubt about that it. being um, said you know, I'm just so happy to be back at MTV Networks, and I'd just love to do something on one of their various networks, because they've got so many networks, everything from Spike TV to, you know, of course, VH1 Classic to VH1 to MTV, MTV2. Uh, what else? Comedy Central. Um, yeah, lots of different channels. Uh, Nickelodeon, Nick, of course, Nick is where I, I do a Nick lot Tunes. of... Uh, uh, yeah, The Ha Network. Ha. Remember yeah, that remember was that, part of yeah. MTV Networks. Ha. ha. Remember yeah. those tapes in the library? Ha. Yeah. Ha. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> that a was previously, that's where Comedy Central came from. Is that correct? Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Ha. Maybe maybe not, but I remember ha. Sounds sounds like a good uh, education. It might not be where Comedy Central came from, but yeah. it was ha. And then there was, of course, TNN, which was previously, it was called the Nashville Network. Then it became, when it became part of MTV Networks, the National Network, oh, okay. and so there was TNN for a while, and then that changed to Spike. Now there's C CMT, Compt. Yeah, Compt. that's that's also part of MTV Networks, CMT, Country Music Television. This is a great show. Yeah, <laughs> talking about TV, HBO, various shows. Yeah. We're just kind of tired. I, I don't know. I'm tired, guys. Watching an uh, interesting movie, Be Cool, right now. Do mm. you guys know no. that? It was Stephen Tyler's in it. It's, oh, it's really funny. Be cool. I, I, Thinking, I was Be thinking cool, of, of grabbing school. some sound bites for him from it and from using them as oh, intros good. for podcasts. But uh, Be cool, stay in school. Who's the quote? You know him. Uh, run from Run DMC. No, no, no. Close. Uh, not even close. Oh, Lem Lopez. Yes. From, uh, yes. Yeah, Lem Lopez. MTV Be Networks, cool, stay uh, in school. Promos, Lem Lopez. Yeah. There you go. Um, anyways, enough uh, insider talk here. Let's, uh, yeah. We'll wrap it up with a song and call it a night. How about that, guys? Thanks so much for idea. joining us. Yeah, thank you for uh, bearing with some of the technical difficulties we had tonight with the Todd Youth interview. Uh, as you know, Todd was on the way to a show, and uh, 
that was uh, we're just happy to have had him on. And then uh, I think we had a great interview with Lita Ford. That was really awesome. Yeah, great yeah, cameo Luke appearance Carl. by uh, Gary Howey. And then of course Luke Carl it was so cool to hang out with him. Really looking forward to his new book, which is called The Drunk Diet, and his new radio show on Serious Hair Nation. And that's yeah, it was really good cool. to get to know him uh, again. We've we. Uh, have some mutual friends with him. We've we've seen him in uh, you know Us Weekly magazine, uh, getting photographed, and it was finally uh, good to uh, connect and find out who he is for real. Yeah, really cool guy. Really, really, really cool guy. I'm Bud Friendly, putting on my pants. Remember, write write some emails, write some letters to your favorite television station, and ask them to reach out to Talking Metal and put it back on the fucking box. Thanks, Baby. Bud Friendly. Bud there Friendly's in a, a great mood as usual, and uh, really just happy to have him here as well. And thanks, Jody, and thanks to the, the gang at Bionic. Yeah, always thanks to Jake. Thanks to Yeah, Jake Jody. does such a great job. I was in there. Poor Jake was trying to eat a pizza pizza with hot sauce on it, and I kept going yeah, in there. he puts hot sauce on everything, Hot actually, sauce. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I like that Jake is uh, yeah. he's very into hot sauce. He helped out a lot with calling Todd Youth, and uh, he's always been here, and I really appreciate that he sticks around all the time, and he's kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. Working the phone system. Yeah, definitely. So thank you. Jake, thank you. I I know there's some monitors in there. I hope you can hear us. John Astronomy, sentimental and slurring. No, I'm not slurring, guys. I I absolutely am not slurring. Anyways, this is Warlock, All We Are. I'm just kind of tired, I swear to God. 1987. Were you at the Megadeth show where they opened up? Yes, uh, yeah. Warlock. Uh, that was at the Orpheum yeah, Theater in there. Boston. We, I, now, that if was I Warlock. remember correctly, Berkeley College of Music, where we went to school, at least I think for me, I'm not sure if you were sitting with me or not, but they provided me with the tickets, which I always oh, thought really? was cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. I somehow got free tickets through the school through well, that's, some that's... like lottery or something. Was that yeah. now Slayer was the headliner? No, it was just Warlock and Megadeth. That oh, the, okay. Then it. see, yeah, maybe it was I the didn't third see that. Megadeth record. See, I saw Slayer. Maybe Overkill, and I thought it was Warlock, but no, maybe it was Doro or somebody. But no, this was, was definitely a, Warlock. Featuring who was the singer Doro. of? Oh, Doro. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I did see that show. I did see one show where I remember Slayer had those amps. And yeah, they were Slayer like, was like definitely. 10 feet, this was just you know. Warlock and, and Megadeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. In Boston at the or- Orpheum. Orpheum. Orpheus. Orpheus is the place Orpheus. we played in uh, Hoboken, the Orpheus Theater, where okay. the Roy's Babies gig. And the funniest thing is, we were Roy's Baby, and then the opening group was Gomez's Child. I, I thought that was hilarious. But um, yeah. and, and then there is video up. Of yeah, that on, on YouTube. Actually. On YouTube. Yeah. Thanks to with, Mar- with, Mark uh, John YouTube. singing lead on Hard Times. Hard Times. Yeah, that was like a good. Kiss classic. That was good. Uh, one other uh, great uh, Orpheum story is, uh, at least it's great. For me, as I saw Vixen, uh, remember Vixen? Yeah, of course. Uh, they opened up for Eddie Money, and I had a front row seat. And I, I no offense to Eddie Money, but I um, split after Vixen because I was trying to hang around with Vixen at the time. Right. That was good. I once saw, uh, met Tom Hamilton uh, right outside the place, and Steven Tyler came out, and he had like a like a handkerchief over his face. Yeah. Like, and he like split. Hang. Wow. That's interesting. Like, not like Kiss used to wear him like bandits, like, uh, you like know, Michael like, Jackson style, he, like his nose was falling off or some shit. He just had it like ruffled up in his hand over his face. It, maybe it wasn't Steven. Tyler, maybe it was like a decoy, but like Aerosmith was in there for something. And then the next thing you know, a guy comes out with like Steven Tyler hair with like some bloody kind of nose towel over his huh. face. Or bloody nose. Bloody nose. Could be. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense at that time. So. Anyways, this is Warlock with All We Are. And guys, please 
Go check out the show notes on TalkingMetal.com and support us using those links to get over to iTunes and make your purchases. Thanks a lot for listening. And thanks to everybody who came on the show. Yeah, and send us an email at TalkingMetalYahoo.com. At Yahoo.com. And go pre-order No Regrets on Amazon.com. Make this book a New York Times bestseller. Yes, absolutely. So I can say best-selling author, John Ostrowski. (laughs) I love it. In my bio. I love it. All We Are by Warlock. All we are, all we are, we are, we are all, all we need. All we are, all we are, we are, we are all, all we need. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.